Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Michelle Reynolds. Welcome, Michelle. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Me too. So tell me what's awesome. Guess what? What? I have been single and supported myself for one year today. Woo! That is amazing. (laughs) So feel. Oh my gosh, I'm so super proud of myself. I I'm just happy. And it feels powerful and strong and uh, I feel like a badass. Awesome. I love it. So fun. Um, what's the most surprising thing about crossing this year as being single and supporting yourself? Um, well, the most surprising thing is that I didn't miss him. (laughs) 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 You know, sometimes you think when you get divorced, you're going to be like moping around and woe is me. I'm like, I really have done good and just really served myself and taking care of myself over the last year and Mm -hmm. what makes me happiest is my all-around self-care journey and just you know learning as a person and just really putting myself first so that Mm -hmm. then I can serve other people in my life yeah I love it that's awesome um yeah so what are you excited about in year two of being single or maybe you won't be single for two years but what are you excited about Oh, wow. Uh, You just totally, I was like, woo. (laughs) You never know. Open to possibility. Um, I am most excited about for 2019 is reigning, uh, I wouldn't even say reigning in, but uh, expanding my wealth um, so that my my optimal well-being as a person is taken care of, you know, the, the time I pretty much have, I can do what I want when I want pretty much now. Um, You know, the health is way better than it was even a year ago and it's getting better every day. And the wealth is certainly, you know, I didn't, I didn't really know when I started the year because I'm a, I'm a spender. (laughs) I thought, wow, I'm like, I got all this money, you know, and I did a pretty good job at spending it, <laughs> but it's not all gone. So I'm, uh, I'm excited that, you know, I have money coming in every month and um, that, you know, I've asked for help from Cassie in that um, I want to learn successful money habits Mm-hmm. And we are definitely doing that. There's no question. And it's growing me and it's painful. And it's, <laughs> but, it's, but it also makes me feel so strong and so um, like I have all my ducks in a row. It mm-hmm. just really feels so good. So that's what I'm working on is because I know um, as when I was a Marine, I know I'm capable of doing more than I think I can. Mm-hmm. So that's the same with money. I know I can make way more money than I'm telling myself I can make because I've done it. So, you know, I've got the history to do it. I just got to do it again. I love that. Um, do you think, I have a question, I don't know the answer, what the answer is going to be. Do you think you could have done this type of work and this type of growing with money and looking at this stuff while you were still in your marriage? 
Hmm. Or do you think there wasn't like capacity because you had to um, get out and sort of not have all of that on your plate? I think um, from a, like a, could I have? Yes, I probably could have because we kept our money separate. He didn't ever want to keep money together. Um, so I could have, but from an emotional capacity, there wasn't room there. Like I yeah. didn't have the bandwidth to invest the time that mm-hmm. it took to do it. In fact, I think I ran from you for a year to yeah. even get me here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like we've right. tried to do this for over a year now. And it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, oh man, it just feels so good to be now running the race versus, mm-hmm. you know, not chasing it anymore. Like we're actually doing the work. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that so, we're doing the work. So thanks for staying with me during that uh, year of me running from you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't like chasing me. I, I opted, like I want help. And then I like push back. So, you know, she wasn't chasing me or making me. I, I opted in, but then I, you know, fought her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is what we, is not that uncommon. Yeah. Right. Because we're fighting a new something. Mm-hmm. We're fighting to stay the same. We're fighting not to have to face that stuff that we have to face. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I want to talk about that, you know, like, let's talk about, so in the course of not fighting and really going in and moving forward in your financial, all financial capacity, I'm going to ask you this, this question first, as we've really got clear about the numbers and what you're doing and budgeting for attraction and all this stuff, how do you feel like that's actually opened up space for more money to come in? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I am an idea girl and maybe some of you listening to this will be this person, but I have an idea. I go buy something like, like I have an idea. I go buy a domain name. I go, you know, I have an idea. I go buy all the boxes to ship it. And it's like, stop it. <laughs> right. So now when I have an idea, I write it down and we sit with it a little bit. In fact, just the other day I said to you, I texted you and said, Hey, I have an idea of how to make money. And because something popped up on Facebook and um, I didn't even go put it in a system that we communicate with because I was like, "Uh, I'm not even sure that, I mean, I could do it, but does it take me to my ultimate life? Probably not. You know? And I was like, but I had to, I had to like, say it, acknowledge that I had the idea, you know, I wrote it down in my journal and then I had to just sit with it. And I was like, Hmm, no, that's not what my, you know, that's not what my future Michelle Reynolds does. She's, you know, not doing that. And I was like, okay, well that was just an idea. And so what it's done is I closed, um, you're going to laugh at this 21 Facebook groups, wow. or no, pa- no pages uh-huh. <laughs> that, you know, I'm all like, I'm the keto girl. I'm the self-care girl. I'm the, yeah. you know, like all these things. And, um, I now have one Facebook page and, um, I do have probably six groups, which are customers, um, business builders, um, prospects and then the team. And so it just, you know, and then I've got like two keto groups. So, and which is my thing. I love keto. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, my kind of a hobby as well as a business. And cause it's not the only thing I do, but um, within my business realm, but what it's done is um, I got very clear to the point that um, I know now so clearly how to get where I'm going 
And this, like, just even this weekend, I got, I, it was total inspiration hit. And I was like, how do I help someone else do this really quickly? And I made a roadmap for someone to get, you know, what they want financially really quickly. So, and then I rolled it out to oh, 600 people this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was kind of fun. So when I, and that inspiration and that excitement and that clarity, cause it was complete clarity. I mean, I didn't have to run it by you. I just, I would, I just knew and I right. did it and it was no second guessing it or it just was so clear. And what that's going to do financially for me this year is make, make me a lot of money. <laughs> right. Yeah. And help other people make money, which is important to me. It's not, I want to, yes, I want to be wealthy, but I want to help other people be wealthy. Mm-hmm. So I want to step back and kind of, um, from a coaching perspective, outline how this all worked. Yeah. Um, because you said no to, it was an idea and you, you didn't officially say no to it, but you put it down, you put it down. You didn't go into action for it, right? Which right. could allow you to um, change, uh, you know, um, it allowed you to, first of all, be open to somebody big coming into your business to mm-hmm. need to create this path, right? Yeah. Yep. The and second, go ahead. We also, last week though, we set an intention last week for uh, 64 people to come in the business, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and we want them to be, you know, producers. And those people showed up this weekend, like they called me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they called you because the other stuff was in order. They called you because this is what a lot of people don't understand. They called you because you didn't follow that idea. So you weren't off doing something else energetically, right? You were standing where you wanted to be standing. You were standing in, I'm attracting 64 people. I'm going to let that idea go. I'm going to be my future self, which means people can come in. If you're jumping all over, nobody can find you because you're like, oh, I'm doing this today. Oh, I'm over here today. I'm over here. Like people can't, they can't catch you. Right. Mm -hmm. But because you were standing where you are, number one, number two, we'd set an intention. Number three, we also set an intention for additional money to come in to your Mm -hmm. life. And and the exact amount. Right. Yep. The exact amount. A third of that has already showed up. Right. Yep. And you were tracking and you were counting and you were being the person who could help that person. So all the work that we've done in the last two months of our one-on-one coaching relationship really prepared you to fully understand how your business pays, right? Mm-hmm. To yeah, fully absolutely. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, it, like, I don't know how many business people are out there and you commingle money, you know, and you're like, oh, I don't have my card with me. Uh, just use this card, right? Yeah, right. Or like, um, or you have a credit card that's like a pretty high limit and you're like, Oh, it can eat out. Let's just use this, you know? Oh, I need groceries. Let's use this. Oh, I need gas. Let's do this. And it's like, you don't know how much money you're spending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what we did, uh, I'm gonna let you keep going and then I'll, and I'll, I'll go some, cause I have something that you triggered. I'll write it down. Yeah. So we open up that space because not only do you actually know where your money's coming, but you know, as a business, how do you get paid? So you can explain that to a big person because the person I met two months ago is like, I honestly don't have a clue. Like they didn't ask the specific question, but somebody really big who wants to come into your business and make a big investment and do big things, 
they want somebody, they don't want the answer like, oh, I don't really know. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That doesn't attract that person. And it's mm-hmm. not that we set out a list of things you should know to attract big people. We right. went to work on your stuff and we cleaned up all that and we knew how to, how we can track all the money that comes into your, and you worked, you worked hard on, okay, this is how I can figure this out. Okay. And looking and going back and looking, okay, we can figure this out. Cause there was no, there was nowhere that said how that worked. Right. Mm-hmm. So doing all the things we figured out. And then there's also space because you're not running around doing all these other things anymore. You had a weekend where things were taken care of. So you had a weekend to invest when the big person showed up. And so often what we don't realize, people don't realize is that when you're not leaving space, when you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off, you can't attract those big things because there's not time or space or knowledge of them. And, and, the, and no people can't come in when there's not space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing, just, just, you know, a few, cause a few things that I did is I, I went through Facebook friends and I was like, mm, no. And I unfriended some people, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, awesome. like energetically when I see someone's name and I'm like, oh, I'm like, I just unfriended them. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, it doesn't mean I'm not friends with them. It just means we're not on Facebook together is mm-hmm. all that means. Like there's no, yeah. like, I hate you as a person because we're not friends on Facebook. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's just a social media site, like chill out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then yeah. I, um, I've been with my one Facebook page. I have been literally messaging people because again, people have, you know, they knew me as this, they knew me as this, they don't know what I'm doing now. You know, that they're, they're watching this scattered, crazy person. And I, wrote them all a message. I'm doing 50 people a day, inviting them to my new one page. And I say, much has changed in my life, including my hair, my address, my business. I would love to catch up with you. Please like my page. And when can we meet? And I've had so many people be like, wow, you look amazing. I don't know what you're doing. Let's connect. And I was like, yes. So that, you know, again, being a single focus, is really, really attractive to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because it's, just think about it just from an energetic perspective. It's a lot if you got to keep up with every single thing that your, if your friend is doing a hundred different businesses or a hundred different things, it's a lot to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if, you know, there's one, like that, there's freedom in that because you can share and you know, you can keep up from an energetic perspective, right? Then mm-hmm. that, like, I know when I connect with you, that's, that's one thing we can talk about and I'm not going to have to learn something new the next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other thing too, um, is I was going to say something, but I, I do have a second business, but I've not been advertising it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the point where we're actually even talking about, do we need the website anymore? Because mm-hmm. we don't, you know, I don't, I don't, we, we don't believe that my clients come from my website. Right. You know, they usually come from referral, which has been the case my whole 12 years of doing this. So mm-hmm. um, I am, I'm almost close to taking that down. And I've had people say to me, I don't know if you're still doing your other thing. And I say, well, I have a focus but if you, you know, I only have room for, you know, one or two more clients ever, you know, cause my, I'm, that's just all I have room for. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, but they have to be the right people. So mm-hmm. you're, I'm happy to take your referrals and I'll assess if they're a right fit. And that's much different than being a needy business person who's begging for business. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. How does it feel to be that person? That's, let me see if you fit. I can, 
I can choose who I work with. It's amazing. <laughs> and the, the wrong clients, um, the re, you know, or the clients that I chose not to work with, I don't know if they're, I'd say they're the wrong clients. They just didn't fit anymore. Um, those have all gone away. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I think there's, um, yeah, they, I mean, almost all of them have just dissipated, like, goodbye, you know, and, the, right? and new ones have come. And yeah. it's, uh, you know, so it's not like there's never going to be a new client when someone goes away that just opens the room, the vessel for the right person to step in. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. And it does. It's so easy, right? So many people want to figure out like, how do I get this out of my life? How do I get this negative? How do I get this thing out that I don't want? And the real answer is you become the version of you that you want to be that is successful, that has what you want, that is doing what you want. Right. Yep. It's so good. So do you want to talk about my money, uh, like my, my eating stuff? Yeah, that was my that? next question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you asked the question. So, um, you know, we're going through your budget for attraction and you're like, oh, I want to spend $400 a month on food, right? And you, first of all, you're like, I don't, know what, I don't know what people spend, but I think I'd like to spend $400, right? Mm-hmm. And what happened, so we put that in your budget for attraction because that's how you do budgeting for attraction. You really start with what you want, and then you go look at what's actually happening. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's opposite of the way most people budget. Most people budget, they say like, oh, I think I should have, they, they, they just take the numbers first, mm-hmm. right? And they don't, and then they get frustrated and generally like a lot of times give up because it's not what they want. But mm-hmm. if we start with, what do I want? And this is, this is what I want things to be. And then we go look at what actually is, you can get a lot further. So, yeah. And it was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, 400 feels like a lot, you know, for, for just, you know, like groceries. And then there was so much for eating out. And I was like, man, that seems like just an awful lot. There's no way we eat that much. We, you know, eat at home all the time. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So then we did the, what are you actually spending? Yeah. Wow. I spent four times that, (laughs) you know, I was like, wow, what are we spending our money on? And I mean, literally I was like, charging, 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 charging. And it was like, oh, that's really not in the budget. Right. <laughs> and this is the thing is, um, as a survival person, past survival story person, that's not my story anymore, but it used to be, um, is that I run to food. That's been my thing. Um, it's like my, when I'm stressed, when things aren't working, when I, you know, am mental or whatever, I, that's my run to is I go to food because when I can create a problem, right? Then I have to fix it. So it's like, huh. So when my money's straight, my business is straight, my house is done, like there's going to be nothing else to like run to once, mm-hmm. you know, everything's in order. I'm just going to be okay, which is super cool. <laughs> it's like, but so what, but what, what I had to do, cause I, I like charge, 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 charge. Cassie was like, I want you to get $400. I want you to put in an envelope, $100 a week for groceries. And I want you to get, um, let's see, $240 and put that in an envelope for eating out 60 bucks a week. So 160 bucks a week is the allotment. And I want you to get it on the fifth of the month. And that's your food budget. And when it's gone, guess what? You eat at home what you have, right? Mm-hmm. Because let's be clear, my freezer's full my refrigerator's full. My deep freeze outside is full. It's like, okay, we have enough protein to feed the world, I think. <laughs> right? 
Right. So it's like, stop spending money. And what I did last month, it was so fun, is I bought, we did spend all the money, but we, you know, we had more than enough. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we even went, because it was Christmas, we didn't do keto and we totally ate food. It was <laughs> And we bought some extra Christmas gifts with the money that was there. Mm. We went to a movie and it was like, huh, we really don't need all that money for food. And so it was like, oh, well, and so, and what I was doing was calling office stuff. And I mean, I just piled it all together. Like this is all food, you know, $1,200. Right. (laughs) It's like, no, it wasn't all food. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So when you, you know, when we put it, it made me feel very powerful. So I'm going to show you guys. It's in my wallet, which is right here. And I still have them today. And uh, so this is my eat out envelope. And this is my grocery envelope. And when the money's gone, um, like I said, we eat at home. It's, it's way powerful. And it's not that it's a lack like, oh, I can't eat mm-hmm. out because I can, but I don't have to spend all of it. So if this week, like if I want to save some of it and something comes up, then I'm like, yeah, sure, we can go out for drinks. I have money for that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you don't have to spend it just because you have it. Right. Yeah, which is a new concept for me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like to spend every single penny. <laughs> right. But it, but this helps you. And I loved the first time you went and you're like, this puts me in control. It makes me think about it. It makes me not um, splurge on a whole bunch of stuff that's not keto. It makes me make it a choice right? I, I'm going to have this cheat day or I'm going to do this because I choose to, not because I'm stressed out, not because I don't know what I'm doing, not because whatever, I'm bored or any of those things, right? It's like, I'm going to choose to, and I'm going to choose like consciously to invest this money in this food, mm-hmm. right? Or I'm going to consciously choose to save it and invest it in something that I might enjoy more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's so powerful. So I, I, I loved it. I mean, I, I almost was like, wow, I'm going to cash every single paycheck that comes and just divide it in envelopes and walk around with a wad of cash. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to. Yeah. So don't anyone come take my wallet. Cause <laughs> yeah. Right. Why do you think that feels more powerful than just having a card that you're swiping and not paying attention to? Well, I, a card, uh, because it's real money, like it's tangible mm-hmm. and I can measure it where the card is so intangible for me. It's like, especially because I, I lived a little bit outside my means. Sorry about that. Like keeps, I tried to shut it off, but it wouldn't. <laughs> um, I, it makes me go, when I have a credit card, I know there's money in the bank. So it's a debit card. I know there's money there. I generally know how much, so I can be like, ah, oh, whatever. I don't know really which category it falls in, but I know there's money there, run it right? Mm-hmm. Credit card, I'm like, oh, I've got this limit. So spend, 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 spend up to the limit. Mm-hmm. And there's no tracking or accountability. And I don't really know where it fits in the budget. So it yeah. feels, it feels, uh, it feels, how would I say it? It feels like a gypsy where I'm just able to like, whatever, like I'm living the life, you know, mm-hmm. I can just charge this and like, who cares? And we'll deal with the consequences later. That's exactly the feeling is it's the gypsy life mm-hmm. yeah. versus the responsible businesswoman, the profitable, the profitable, successful businesswoman who knows where her money's going. Those are mm-hmm. totally different women. Yeah. 
And so it's not that one is restrictive. It's just being a different person, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I want to highlight this too, because your former money story is survival. And so the card and the, well, there's money in the bank. I don't know what, like that actually always fed into that story as well, because so now you have an envelope and you make a choice and you say, okay, do I want that? Do I want to buy this for dinner? Or do I want to cook X, Y, Z that's already in the fridge or the freezer, right? Mm -hmm. And you make a choice in that moment. And you honor that choice, right? Because you either buy the thing or you don't buy the thing and you move on. But when you were swiping and, oh, there's money in the debit card or, oh, there's a limit, right? Then you would get to have a freak out later. You were creating freak outs and you were creating fires to put out later and things to get stressed about, right? That was, that was keeping other things away, like big people coming into your business because it was helping you stay in that story, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The other thing we did is we did um, we did a, a workshop, and in the workshop, um, I went and bought multiple things for an exercise we were doing. And Cassie was like, "Why did you do that?" And I said, "Well, because they didn't have the one that I wanted." And so I bought six or something like that <laughs> <laughs> of something else that could possibly work, right? right? So what we ended up doing, what I ended up doing is I took the six things back. I went to a different store. I got the one thing and it makes me still today so happy to see that one thing. It just literally, it's sitting in my living room. It makes me so happy. So we, um, and again, it's not a rule. It's not like you're going to be in trouble if you break this. But when I go to the store, I buy no more than five things. And that includes groceries, so when I go to the store, um, I make a grocery list and I look at it and I go, okay, which five things do I need for my next few meals or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And, I go, and so I might go to the store more often, but I'm not walking out with like bags of stuff and like it's the whole like, you know, 20 bags to carry in versus one bag, uh-huh. right? Like one bag feels so powerful. 20 yeah. bags feels like, oh my gosh, this is going to take all day to put this away. And like, there's so many things that, transition into money it's just mm-hmm. it's the same baggage so it's it's interesting that it's bags isn't that right? interesting yeah. yeah yeah it is and I love that you brought up the story about buying the one thing that you actually want instead of the six things and I think I talk a lot about investing in your happiness and so often people get afraid like I'm going to feel restricted if I can't get all of this stuff but I love I love the simplicity of this because it was so perfectly right you're like and and I want to say you came soup. you're like I bought all of these magazines and I'm like why <laughs> why did you buy all of those magazines right yes. and you're like, well they didn't have what I wanted oh okay yeah. <laughs> so it's just very interesting like all the patterns you can see and like oh well when they don't have what I want I just buy a lot of things to try and fill up well I was trying to make it fit yeah. Right. Make it fit. I'm trying to make it fit. And so I just, it, you're right. It's the baggage. And it, and out of that, like that five rule was really your own rule, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it came from inspiration of saying, oh yeah, you're right. I did that. What if I only let myself buy five things? That would be cool. And I love it. I totally was like, yes, do that <laughs> because it makes you think. And yeah. in that, in that simplicity, there's often way more freedom than in the tons of bags, right? Yeah, and and this applies to so many areas of my life. First of all, I'm teaching my young daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Buy five things when we go to the store because we don't need all of the other things. So she now is like, how many things do we have? Yeah. So fun, right? Yes, right? Um, but it's the same way with my house. My house has 
And so I did the, the outside, the garage last year. Mm-hmm. And I said in the winter, I was going to do the house, which I haven't started yet. I thought it was going to get snowy and cold. And I, <laughs> <that as> because, <laughs> right. So, but, but the house is next. Um, so taxes and then the house. And um, I am so excited to go through the entire house and go, have I used this in the year and a half that I've lived in this dream home? And if I haven't, it's going in a garage sale box and I'm not going to think about it again. Mm-hmm. Even when I unpack it, I'm not going to bring it back in because I will be like, oh, I love this. I will. That's, we're human. Yes. <laughs> I will. And, you know, if someone else wants it, then it's theirs. You know, they can, they can buy it from me. And then I'm going to create cash for what I do want. And, you know, if I ever choose to move from this dream home, then guess what? I'm going to have just what I want mm-hmm. and nothing more. And it's going to be great. Absolutely. And wait, let's talk about that. So, um, you know, when I brought the 20 bags of food in that I didn't need all that food and I mm-hmm. stuffed it in my refrigerator and I had, you know, emergency stash of bad food. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not the only person that does that. I teach no. people to lose weight. So, you know, but it was like, um, I told Cassie with the cash, we actually intentionally bought carb load food. So we have a bin in our house and it's on our cheat days. We intentionally choose to cheat that day. Mm -hmm. And it's just that day and we choose it and we don't do it every day and we don't do it every weekend. We choose, you know, one day, like every so often, every quarter or something that we just totally do whatever we want. (laughs) And, but before, um, that whole, you know, I need to fill it. I need to make it fit. Um, I mean, I've been known to go by and, and (laughs) I'm embarrassed to say this, but I've been known to go by, you know, those, those Reese's peanut butter cups, the big Uh ones, the cups that are like six in a pack, I can eat all six, let's be clear. <laughs> because it's filling, Something filling else, a meat. Right? Yeah. Right? Like filling, I need to fill it. And it is not good <laughs> for your body to put all that crap in it. And so now what I've learned to do is I've learned to make one really awesome sugar-free candy that's in my freezer at all times. And when I have a, a sugar craving, I go get one and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Right then, like, like no one's going to know because I work at home alone. Right, right. (laughs) But it's this, these are all the same concept. It just shows up in different ways in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Or pens. How many pens do you have in your house? Oh, my, Cassie was like, before our call was like, I got to go get a pen. And I was like, oh my, I have like a hundred right here. What color would you like? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's just another example of, you know, needing to fill something like we need to simplify. Mm -hmm. I learned that. It's interesting that you mentioned the pen because I always have one. Now Mm -hmm. I used to have a hundred in a bag. In fact, I found something um, unpacking a box that hadn't been unpacked in a while. I'm like, oh no, this, uh, nope, I have one pin. It was a bag of pins because I would just bring up, you know, just always, and it's like, I just use one at a time until it's done and I throw it away now. That's so funny because my, uh, my mom was an English teacher. So mm-hmm. we always had office supplies. So you should see, because I had a, an, an, a, a, a retail storefront or like an yeah. office building before I worked at home. And I have so many office supplies and pens and sticky notes mm-hmm. and sharpies like I have a whole box upstairs that's in my to-go box that it's sticky notes and you're gonna laugh when I tell you this and sharpie thick sharpie thin right you know um all the different options yep uh, the big pens that have the four colors that you push you know like mm-hmm. stop it and um 
I, the, the reason I bought those, because I bought them on sale when school supplies were cheap. And yeah. then I was going to go sell them on eBay for more money. I was like, <laughs> they're in my box for right. upstairs for a year and a half. And I had them for at least a year and a half before that. So three years of just sitting there and I made no money. <laughs> right. I love it because you had to jump on that idea, right? Yeah. I love how this interview is coming back around, right? But yeah. instead, this weekend, you didn't go jump on an idea. You, you pushed pause. You didn't go spend a bunch of money. And instead, you made a bunch of money. I did. <laughs> I know. It, it really is amazing. I'm like, yeah. I'm watching it transition and change. And I love the new change. I love the new results. And I'm like, it makes me go, we just got to keep simplifying and keep, yeah. you know, keep measuring, keep tracking, keep simplifying, keep ridding. The more I rid, the more I am like peaceful. Cause yeah. I like, I don't have 50, like you said earlier, I don't have to, you know, when I had 21 Facebook pages, social media here, social media here, social media here, social media here, you know, plus my main Facebook page and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. And I was like, ah, like that alone would drive someone crazy. Mm -hmm. So just being one person, one page, one happy soul is so attractive. It is so attractive. I was going (laughs) to ask what your advice would be to newly single women, but I think that's it, right? To find one, to be one. Yeah. And and don't look, don't look for someone else to fill your soul, like fill your own soul and be your own person. And, you know, when you are this, this sexy, hot, confident, wealthy, know where your money's going woman, that guy's going to be knocking down your door. Absolutely. I love it. So thank you so much, Michelle, for celebrating your one year of being Uh, fabulously single on the show. And I look forward to next year's year of growth series. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening and make sure to check out Michelle's next interview. Thank you for joining us on the more money show to learn how to attract more money into your life. Go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book manifest $10,000.